Welcome to Echo Online Service. We are so grateful to have you watching with us today. And honestly, thank you for being a part of Echo. Uh, how many of you, I got a question, are excited about this Minnesota, Minnesota weather? <laughs> I got an opinion, opinion alert. If it's cold, there should be snow. Do me a favor, let us know you're out there, comment below, uh, dislike, share, whatever you might want to say uh, about that little opinion. If it's cold, there should be snow. If you agree, let us know. If you disagree, uh, likewise. I'm super excited about today's Sunday service. We're talking about calling and purpose. Uh, what a challenging topic. And we're going to jump right into it. Uh, we're also going to have some hopping, happening music, tons of energy, tons of excitement. The band just killed it. It's amazing. You're going to love it. Uh, we have a message from our one and only Pastor Sam, Sam Kemet. Uh, she is a gift to this community. She will knock it out of the park. Uh, and then at the end, as you know, we have a moment of response. And our hope is that you don't view this as simple entertainment, uh, but that this online content is an opportunity for life change and making room for God. We hope you take that seriously. Before I pray and we go to services, I want to talk about two things. I want to thank you for your generosity. Uh, today, at this very moment, uh, around 9 o'clock uh, a.m., uh, there is a brand new church that's planting in Louisville, Kentucky, and we got to be a part of that. And I don't know if you know this, but since the existence of Echo, we've had an opportunity to pay back what was invested in us as seed money to plant Echo Church, and we are so thankful for that, and it's our blessing to give that back into new church planners around the world, and we've done that. $50,000 to our uh, to church planning in a year and a half. I, I couldn't have dreamt it. I, I couldn't even hoped of that, and we've done it because of your generosity, and what I'm super excited about today is this, is that my good friends Sean and Jennifer McGill, who are pla planting LifePoint Louisville, are going to help people find Jesus today that didn't know about Jesus before because they're a relevant and life-giving church. And uh, I'm just going to ask you to do me a favor. Would you go and find LifePoint Louisville and would you like their page? Would you like a few of their posts? Would you comment on some of their videos and help them reach more people today because there is an engaging uh, algorithm on Facebook and Instagram and I want to be a part of hacking that and making a difference for the kingdom. And also, if you'd like to give in uh, to or through Echo Church, uh, you can do so in three different ways. You can see that on the screen below. Uh, the second thing I want to talk about is this, is table communities are kicking off this week. Please press pause, go to our website, join a community today. Uh, we need each other. We've learned that in the last year. And honestly, don't miss the opportunity to get more connected with people uh, that are like-minded and maybe not so like-minded. Uh, and maybe you have a lot of questions. And maybe in that context, you could have some of those questions answered. Let's pray. Jesus, I thank you so much that you... God, that you are with us, that you care for us. And God, we lean into you today. Would you invade our spaces, our homes, our hearts? Would you be praised in Jesus' name? Amen. I was buried.
for the opportunity to just step into this glorious day. Father, we just believe in those lyrics that once we were broken, we were lost, but now we are found. And we are able to approach you and your throne with boldness. We thank you for that opportunity and that privilege, Lord, and also to meet here as a church. So nice to see you guys this morning. Woo! I love it. I love it. Having a party. All right.
forever changed. And by your Holy Spirit, Father, we go from glory to glory. And as we celebrate in this moment, Father, I just intercede on behalf of our world and our country. We are divided, Jesus, because we've lost our focus on you. But Father, we come to you this morning, we ask that you would make us one, one body, one mind, one spirit, all in one, Father, Spirit, and Son. So join us in this chorus. Make us one, Father, Spirit, Son. We want, we want to be just like you. Glory is enough, bind us with your on high. We don't need to be seen by the crowds. We just want to serve you, Father. Father, and by your spirit, we believe that all things are possible. That if we humble ourselves and pray, that our nation will be healed and our people will come together as one and we will be righteous again and we will serve you again, Father, and no longer turn away from you. And I declare this over our nation and our world today. And I pray for an awakening, Father, of your spirit, a revival, not of old, but of new, a new move of God, I pray. And I ask in Jesus' name. Watching people step into what they are called to do is um, just beautiful. Um, and something, I know that every time that happens, there's like this little pause party in heaven, you know? <laughs> when someone steps out and steps into what God has really called them to, to do, all of heaven, I know, they're just like dancing. They're like, yeah, 
go, go, go. <laughs> so I'm so thankful to, to share the stage with some of these amazing humans, including Tara over here. I call her Tata, <laughs> including Tata over here. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit today is, is calling. Um, and I can't start this conversation without uh, first bringing up the, our amazing pastors, Andy and Christy. Let's pause. Let's celebrate them for a minute. Yes. And so I thought there'd be no better way to prank them or honor them this morning than by pranking them. So we're going to FaceTime them. They, uh, Andy thinks we're having some mic issues. So if you want to just bear with me here for a minute, I'm going to FaceTime our pastor. And we're just going to see Isaiah's face right now. He is not happy that I've made this decision. Uh, <laughs> but listen, I think it's going to be great. And if he doesn't answer, then you know what? We'll move on with our lives. Oh, I forgot I have lipstick on. I look nice today. Okay, we're FaceTiming. Let's see what happens. I'm very excited. Be quiet when I start. He can't know that we're having problems. Shh, don't make a sound. That's, oh, that's good. You guys are good at this. It's, he's not picking up. FaceTime. Work, work, work. Come on, answer your phone. Oh, gosh, Andy, hi. Um, we're having some issues. Could you actually, like, fly back and maybe, maybe preach? I'm, like, freaking out. I don't know what to say. He's got his Johnny Cash sunglasses on. JK, JK, we just wanted to say that we love you and we miss you, but we're also so glad you're not here, you know? <laughs> but honestly, no one would be in these seats right now if it wasn't for you and for your beautiful wife. And we're just so thankful that you fought for this place and that you prayed hard and that we're here. So we love you. Amen. He says he loves you too. Okay, bye. <laughs> he said bye. <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it. Man, people like Pastors Andy and Christy, they're essential, right? We, we need people in our lives that speak into us, that encourage us, that maybe call us on our crap, um, that help push us into our purpose. People who see the calling on our life and they speak that over us. And so that's what we're talking about today, calling. And I know that can be kind of a tricky word. It can come with a lot of different meanings. Um, and, you know, maybe that doesn't necessarily seem essential. It's definitely not as essential as, you know, being in your word, as Andy talked about last week. Like, we obviously, we got to start there. And living out your calling, it, it's not essential to life. Like, you, you're fine. You can, you can keep walking and moving and living and never actually step into your calling and, you know, be good. Life can be easy and comfortable and great. But if you want God's best for you, then you have to step into your calling. And that's what I want for me. That's what I want for you. So we're going to just talk about that a little bit today. So calling, your calling, are you called? What is your purpose? Is it my passion? Is it my work? Is it, you know, what, what exactly is that? And in the Bible, in Matthew, it says, all are called, but few are chosen. Okay, a little mysterious, right? Um, there's a lot of different meanings behind this word calling. And I know, for me, I've been kind of all over the place. I, I grew up in small town Iowa. Little itty bitty bitty. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Call out to the fam in the front row. Thanks for raising me in the tiniest town ever. <laughs> and the second, like the second my parents allowed me to leave the home, I moved out, moved across the country to Southern California. <laughs> 
because I knew at the ripe age of 18, I wanted to dance. I wanted to see the world. I wanted to meet people. I wanted to talk to people that looked at the world differently than I did, that looked differently than I did, that could see past, you know, small town Iowa. So I did. I traveled. I danced. I met tons of people, including my hot husband. Woo woo, thank you, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and when it was kind of time to settle down, I decided to try living in LA, because who wouldn't? So uh, I started nannying out there. Spoiler, I was not called to nanny. Um, <laughs> it's beautiful if you do that. God bless you. We need you. Okay. <laughs> uh, then I tried my hand at like some professional dancing out there quite a vibe. Um, moved on from that, started uh, managing and doing um, like event management. Uh, then I interned at Oasis Church. I started uh, doing like fitness instruction at a gym called Tracy Anderson Method. I was all over the place, needless to say, okay? Time to move on. Uh, I decided to move to Arkansas. Dexter had just moved to Tulsa. We got married and then I moved to Tulsa and I was like, Tulsa? <laughs> I started managing a spa there and teaching and dancing with a dance studio, and I actually realized when I was there, as confused as I was, like, why God? Why am I here? We all knew it wasn't Sam's first plan. We had just moved into this, like, tiny little disgusting apartment, and I was <laughs> on, like, my first kind of walk around the neighborhood sketch. Won't ever go on a walk on a neighborhood by myself again. But I was crossing this bridge, and I looked out and saw the little teeny skyline of Tulsa, and I really felt God just speak directly and say, love where you live. And I knew he didn't mean love Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay, I knew that's not what he meant. But <laughs> what I felt him saying was, no, love, like love like Jesus, no matter where you are. Love where you live. And little did I know, actually taking that step into discomfort um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I was able to meet some people that really helped me see God. They helped train me up to who God wanted me to be, and I really felt like I got to see people living out their calling. So let's dig in. We're starting in Ephesians today, chapter 4, verse 1, and the title of this is Unity in the Spirit, um, which just couldn't be, I think, more fitting with, where, with everything that's happened up until this point. Okay, Unity in the Spirit. It could be a whole message on its own, but we're going to dig in. So verse 1 says, Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. All right, let's pause. This is Paul talking. So therefore I, Paul, a prisoner for serving the Lord. He's not being figurative. Like he is actually in prison for telling people about Jesus. So let's pause. Paul was living out his calling. Paul was behind actual prison bars. So let us remember that when circumstances around us maybe don't feel like what they're supposed to feel like, that doesn't mean you're not living out your calling. And that doesn't mean that you can't have God's best. All right, so you got it. You're like, okay, it's, it clearly says, lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been called. That's us. We're called. All right, I'm called. 
I know that I'm called to make good grades and get into a decent college and get a responsible job so I can start paying off my enormous debt and meet someone that loves the Lord and get married and have babies and go to church and tithe and join a table group and boom, I got it. I'm ready, like I'm living in my calling. The Bible actually doesn't say that. I know, I know, it's very surprising. <laughs> it doesn't give us a checklist of what to expect out of our holy, perfect Christian lives. And I don't know about you, but that actually <sighs> allows me to take a breath. It takes this weight off. We can stop looking at all these other people's lives often through this filter of social media and you know, lusting after what they have. Like, oh, just, okay, if I had that career, I'd be set. If I had, if I had that family, I'd be set. If I came from that family, oh, I'd be, I'd be good. I'd be totally fine, right? But maybe you weren't called to check off those boxes. You have your very own calling. So what is it? What were we called to do? Verse two, always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. Oh man, there's so much goodness in here. Be patient with each other, making allowances for each other's faults, not because you have to, not because I say so, but because of your love. So the next time you're feeling real angsty against somebody and you want to say some things, I think it's time we start looking inward. How am I loving them? Why am I not making allowance for their faults right now? It is good, thank you. <laughs> Your calling is to love and live like Jesus. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the Spirit. We're talking about the Holy Spirit here. Okay, just like I said before, we are never going to be united when we focus on earthly things, when we focus on earthly achievements, when we focus on earthly governance. Like, it's never going to happen. Amen. We have to lift our eyes to heaven and know that the Holy Spirit is the only way that we will be able to bind together in peace. Verse 4. There is one body and one spirit, just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all, in all, and through all. However, he has given each of us a special gift through the generosity of Christ. This is why the scriptures say when he ascended to the heights, he led a crowd of captives and gave gifts to his people. Notice that it says he ascended. This clearly means that Christ also descended to our lowly world. And the same who descended is also the one who ascended higher than all the heavens so that he may fill the entire universe with himself. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people do his work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Okay, there was a lot there. Let's break this down. Gift to the church. This is the church right here. Everyone listening, everyone watching, you are the church. God has given you this gift. 
He then lists some titles, which we don't have the time to dig into the meaning of each one, but know this, it is never about your title, always about your heart. God says it is our responsibility. And I love that they use this word here. Our bigs, our elementary students, they're learning all about responsibility this month. And the curriculum, which is amazing, that we use, they, give, they always give like a simplified definition to make sure that just like where their brains are at, they're really comprehending what that means. And so the responsibility, the way that they defined it is showing you can be trusted with what is expected of you. And I love that. Can you, can you be trusted to equip God's people? Can you be trusted to do his work? Can you be trusted to build up the church? Because if you're not doing those things right now, i sorry, but you're not living in your calling. That is what we're called to do. And you may be asking, okay, but how? How, Sam? How am I just supposed to equip God's people? Like, I don't have anything to give. Like, I, I come here, I don't got resources, I don't have money, I don't have any debt. Okay? <laughs> well, luckily, that's not what they're asking. All we need to do to equip God's people is to love them, is to show up, is to build up. We don't need to tear down. Tearing down can be easy, though. Hey, and sometimes it can be fun. It can be our first reaction, you know? Oh, ugh, you know what? That, that song, it's, it's not really my style, so I'm, I'm just going to sit in the back or whatever during worship. You guys got it. Right? Or, hey, I don't really like the way that sassy blonde girl talks about Jesus, so I'm just going to tune out for a minute. <laughs> or I'll go here. No, I know that that person on staff at that place, they actually voted for this person who's in that political party that believes that, and so I just don't think I can even, like, step in there. Ooh. Do you think that's living out your calling? Does this make you uncomfortable? <laughs> because honestly, it should a little bit. As I was processing this, I was getting uncomfortable. But that's okay. You're actually not called to live a life of comfort. God's call on your life is so beyond comfortable. His call on our life is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church. Love God, love people. Love God more than you love your work. Love people more than you love your projects. Love God more than you love your opinions. Stepping into your calling, it's so much more than, than your job, than your passions, than your habits. These are amazing. God loves that you have them, but these are just simply tools. Tools that can be used by God to help love God and love people. Verse 13, this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature children. We will not be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. 
Instead, we will speak truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body, the church. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly. As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Yes, Jesus. Come on, 2021, let's be healthy and growing and full of love. We can get so caught up in our calling, in our purpose, or even in our our passions. Oh, I should be doing this. Oh, no, I need to be doing this. Oh, maybe this isn't the right career move. You know, all these things. But it always is going to come back to your heart. Your heart is called. It's called to love the Father. And if you don't love him more than anything else, your relationships are just going to fail. And I don't know if you guys noticed, but we are, we are not meant to live in isolation. We need relationships. This includes your marriage. This includes your friendships. This includes your family. We need unity in the body of Christ. So check your heart. Are you living from a place of humility? Of patience? Of gentleness? Are you equipping God's people? Or are you just picking at God's people? Are you doing God's work? Or are you consumed with your own life's work? Are you building up the church? Or are we just tearing it down? I don't want you to settle for second best. (laughs) I want each and every one of you to have God's best. All are called, few are chosen. When I was talking about this message with my husband this week, he kind of chuckled and said, oh, top shelf calling. I was like, top shelf calling? Is that like a liqueur reference? (laughs) And he was like, I wouldn't know. I've lived a life of purity. That's not what he said. But (laughs) either way, (laughs) we're going to go with a family reference. Okay? So picture a bookshelf. It's got all the different levels, right? If you have children, you know, or animals, you you don't keep the stuff of value down here. (laughs) Right? Like you keep some stuff but it's not the real deal. Like, the stuff of value, it goes up here. Anybody can get at this. It's easy. It's comfortable. It's there. Every single shelf is your calling. Down here, it can be your job. It can be entrepreneurship. It can be your love of working out. Okay, all those things, yeah, they're right here. And life is good. It's easy. It's comfortable. And you're there, you're with God, you're talking to him while you're doing your own stuff. But it's not God's best. And do you know who would love to keep you down here? The enemy. Oh man, Satan loves when we're comfortable. He loves when life is easy. Because then why, why would you have to look up? Why would you have to call, <laughs> right? On the Alpha and Omega, the creator. When life is just good, we're good. You have to reach for that top shelf. You have to be willing to step into discomfort. 
You have to be willing to love God more than all the things on the bottom shelf. When you do that, when you take that step in faith, oh man, that's where it's at. (laughs) When you use your passions and your purposes and your work for his kingdom and his purposes, guess what? You grow. You find freedom like you've never felt before. You find joy like you have never experienced before. You receive love like you have never received before. That's God's best. That's your calling, God's best. Let's live a life worthy of our calling. Band, you can go ahead and come on up. Let's dream with God. Let's take a step. Let's create instead of correct. You guys remember when YOLO started becoming a thing? Yeah, still kind of a thing. I would like to forever change the meaning behind YOLO. You only live once, by the way, for the elderly who we love. <laughs> you only live once is what YOLO stands for, yes? And it kind of caught on because people were like, oh yeah, I really want to make this really dumb decision. YOLO, let's do it, okay? But I would just so love if we could change that just a little bit. You only live once, so let's live a life worthy of your calling. Let's take what you have and use it for the kingdom. Let's speak life over ourselves. Let's be creators, not correctors. Let's speak life over our households, over our community. Let's build up the church. We need each other. Let's make 2021 the year of being united in the Holy Spirit. Let's build up the church. Let's live in true freedom of rescue, of restoration. You're called. We're all called. Amen. Love you. We're gonna pray. <laughs> if you want to just open yourselves up to a posture of prayer, I know this sounds silly, but God created your body and He can speak to you through it. So if you just want to even just lay your hands open on your lap, clasp them, okay? If you want to sit up, kneel over, whatever it is, but I want you to change your position somehow to know God, I'm ready to receive right now. God, help us step into your best. God, give us the courage to step into discomfort this week. God, help take away anything in our heart that is not of you, Father. God, thank you for everything that you have given your church for every personality trait, (laughs) for every talent. But God, help us live open-handed with those gifts and know that they can do so much more when they're in your hands and that when we look to you, because you are over all and you are in all. 
and we are nothing without you. God, help us to love you more. Walk alongside us this week. Help us to feel your magnificent presence in every little task that we do and know that we are not alone and that we can have a year of healthy, growing love in the church, but only with you, Jesus. Help us keep our eyes fixed on you. We love you, God. Amen. constantly challenging me every day and God knew I needed a, a woman like her because I like to sit in the comfort zone <laughs> uh, I just want to say thank you I love that you preach that uh, yeah I uh, constantly think of myself as not being worthy or good enough but that's a lie. And uh, me standing here isn't always easy, but I'm doing it because I know God's called me to do it. And um, this next song that we're gonna sing is called, Who You Say I Am. And I want you guys to just declare that over yourself, that you are a child of God and you are chosen. And don't let the devil tell you anything else because he created you in his image and that is not saying anything less than that you are awesome and beautiful and you were created to worship to bring praise to the king so would you guys just stand with me and join us in the song There's a place for 
Yeah. There's a place for you. There's a place for me. And there's a place for all of you. And God, I just, I, I'm so encouraged when I hear a message like that. When I hear, I hate being emotional. When I hear, when I hear you share your heart. I just, it's such a powerful thing. I was having a conversation with Mark a couple weeks ago, my buddy Mark, and we were talking about how your friends at church are just different friends. It's like, I don't know if you guys ever went to like Bible camp. I went a couple times and you make friends with people for like five days, but because you're kind of driving towards the same thing and the same purpose, or hopefully you're driving towards the same thing or the same purpose, you make a different kind of friendship. And I hope right now, we're gonna take a second and say a prayer, and I just want you to know, we wanna help you find your people that are on the same purpose so that you can kind of be encouraged and be supported and be loved through the good times and the bad. Uh, There's a verse at the end of what Sam said, and I wanna pull this up because I thought this was just awesome. And I have a different translation, so I apologize. But it said this, okay, I'm just gonna read this. As a result, so this is all the stuff she had said earlier. This is right towards the end. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by the craftiness in deceitful scheming. We are no longer children to be tossed here and there. What does that mean? Well, one, it means we are there's something that's going to try to toss us here and there, right? There's, there's life's going to happen. I just keep thinking about the last year, the complete chaos that everybody's felt. And you know what? God didn't call us to a life of comfort. God called us to a life of stepping out, equipping the saints and doing his work. And this year, it looked a lot different to step out, equip the saints and do his work. It just looked different. But we did it, right? We're trying to do it. We're trying to take those steps. And I want to invite you to come along with us. If you are new to Echo and this is your first time, I think the bar was just set really high a few minutes ago. And so, but normally there is a blonde haired fool that stands up here and preaches the word. No, Pastor Andy and Pastor Christy are some of the most incredible people possible. And please come back and get a chance to meet them and hear their heart too. But I just think that we are meant to do all of this together. When we read that we are created in God's image, what he really, what the Bible says, and I I love this, is we as humankind, we as humanity were created in his image. So Dex, you got a part of it, right? You got a part of it. You got a part of it. But guess what? We can't do this. We can't be the image of God unless what? We're all in this together. So let's do this. We, every week, we say a prayer together. And if this is your first time saying a prayer like this, we just want to invite you. We say this out loud. We mean it every week. I personally need it every week. And we're gonna say this prayer together. And it's just the first step. There's nothing magical about this prayer or or any special parts of the words. It's just a step out. It's a step of faith. So would you guys say this prayer with me as my son puts it up on the screen right now? Okay, there we go. We're good. You guys ready? Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me in Jesus' name and his authority. And we all say, amen. 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 Scott, thank you. Thank you. And Sam, 
you killed it. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you for sharing your heart. Honestly, uh, the message aligns with your life and it's so awesome to see that when someone speaks. Uh, if you just prayed that prayer for the first time or the first time in a long while, uh, we want to position ourselves as a guide next to you. Uh, we don't want to bother you. Uh, we don't want to spam you. Uh, we don't want to <laughs> bother you. Uh, we want to come alongside you and help you take next steps in your faith. And so if you did that, would you just respond uh, by following the prompts below? And we'd love to, like we said, help you in your faith journey. Uh, for the rest of us uh, that are part of Echo, uh, I'm going to assume that you might have missed the opener. You got a little late. You came late to church today, like you do in real life as well. Uh, I, we did something really awesome today. Uh, we invested into a church in Life Point, or it's called Life Point, Louisville in Kentucky. Good friends of ours, Jennifer and Sean McGill, and honestly, they killed it. Uh, they, and I say that a lot, but honestly, they're just doing a phenomenal job and they're reaching people for Jesus. And it's because of your generosity that we could come alongside them and help them reach more people. And I'm super excited about it. In fact, I'm asking you to do this one thing. When you go to their socials, when you go to YouTube, when you go to their Facebook, Instagram, and would you like what they're doing? Would you comment on a few things? Uh, they're doing, let's ha hack the algorithm of Facebook and Instagram today for them so they might be more effective uh, and more people could see the message of Jesus. There are three ways to give. If you want to give to or through Echo Church, you can see those prompts below. And again, we say thank you. We're going to continue to do great work like we have always. Uh, and from your pastor, I just pray that you have an amazing week that you honestly live into the purpose and calling that God has for you uh, today. And you wake up tomorrow morning, you would do the same. God bless you.